0: We can party all night. It's the best of the best, best friend weekend. We can party all. We can party all night. It's the best of the best, best friend weekend. We can party all night. Turn out the whole pot, crew me. Everybody already know what it is. When you really gotta kill it, nobody gonna kill it. When you really gotta tell them it's my crew, it's best friend weekend. We can party all night. We got Ross moving, Lowes rumble, Aldo nice, it's the uncle. Me and my boy ep about this sometime, and you know we crack jokes, we we you know we shed light on it or whatever, just to make things not so painful to sting or whatever. But I'm getting kind of tired of it, and I'm sure you're wondering what I'm talking about. And I'm talking about the plight of the black quarterback, and you know, with this, this just brings me to my next point. Ain't it kind of sickening just how the black quarterback gets gets treated? his trajectory of his career, how people view him, the leash he has, the lifelines he has in the league to be a starter if he's given the opportunity. And I'm just getting tired of it. And I think it's a damn shame how boys who are superiorly more athletic, who are way nicer, who make the league go round, how when it comes to them playing quarterback, how pretty much they don't have really the same you know, chances and just career you know, trajectory and just the career that some of their counterparts have. And I just think it's a damn shame, man. We got to stand up for the black quarterback, man.
1: <laughs> I say, whoa, welcome to the Best Friend Weekend Podcast.
2: It's your man, Aldo. Nice. It's your boy, Rash. Move. Wow, it's your boy, Los, Cap.
1: Like, I'm going to start by saying this, and I'm going to keep it real succinct, right? Um, we normally don't start with sports because, you know, we normally push that a little bit further down. So, I mean, but that's what Rubble wanted to speak on. So, we're going to keep it real to the point, give our points on this. It's a very interesting um, topic. I think that maybe the Cam Newton thing is what's, what's driving him to talk about this. Raj, what are your thoughts yeah. on his um, questioning of the, the place of the black quarterback?
3: I think so I got on Facebook earlier today and I saw who's your MVP? This was an mm-hmm. ESPN post. Who's your MVP? One, And it was Deshaun Watson, three. Lamar Jackson, <laughs> and I, who was the other one? You can name and them. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson and they're all black. So yeah. I, I think that the black quarterback is as high as ever because we got <laughs> the three front runners, yeah. all black. And Lamar Jackson got a chance. And Cam Newton lost his last nine games, his last nine starts, and Kyle Allen came in and won the six games in a row. So, no, I, I'm not, I, I disagree. I think that the black quarterback is doing all right right now.
1: Los, yeah, I, as I, a former I, I, and I, still current black quarterback in your mind, what are your thoughts?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think the, the black quarterback, I think the evolution has, has grown um, for people to start, uh, got away from just uh, quarterbacks sitting in the pocket, just sitting there throwing a ball. I think uh, people, and especially offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators, uh, are respecting you know the ability of a black quarterback, especially one who can pass and run. Uh, you know it, it comes a time, especially as a defense, um, that you have to you know actually respect both threats from that quarterback. If he, especially he's, a, he's a, you know he can run and pass. So uh, I think, you know, like he said, black quarterbacks are thriving right now. You know, I think it took a while before everybody started to really just jump on board. But, uh, you, know, they, you know, they were in love with Mike Vick, but then, you know, he wasn't as, you know, throwing the ball, sitting in the pocket, you know. But I think now, especially the way the college game is set up and high school as well, you know, dual-threat quarterbacks are a, a lot more accepted and, you know, wanted in now. So, yeah, we, we, we out you.
1: So I would say this, just kind of in response to what you said, Los, not to really um, throw it too much back at you, but um, I think that you have a very um, antiquated view of black quarterbacks because everything you just said was about run and pass. And I mean, I don't necessarily think every black quarterback is fast. We talk about Jameis Winston all the time as not being fast. Cutting. So when I say black no, quarterback, but- I just mean people automatically look at them and be like, oh, that boy must be fast because he's black. And I think yeah. you kind of did a little bit of that just then, just just kind of a just kind of a something like well, a
2: the, takeaway the, right the ma, the majority well, I, I say that because the majority i don't I mean, know about the majority if you look at winston he he is actually a you know sort of a run threat that'll make you I mean you got to mm-hmm. be fast to be a run threat like teddy you know, not, not as fast really as taysom him, right?
1: you know what i mean like huh? teddy not that, fast as true. taysom that, i mean that's
2: true but if but when when teddy was at his prime he was doing both very well
1: okay but yeah i see i see your point um what i will add to it is just this that um i saw something recently that said like uh, the top twelve maybe offenses in DVOA, like eight of them have been are led by a black quarterback by more than fifty percent of their games um this season. So like the three we just named, but then also mm-hmm. um people like Teddy Bridgewater when he was leading the Saints, and um it's a couple of other ones who are the other black quarterbacks. They you know they're not all gonna come to my mind all at the same time, and obviously at this point I'm going to forget because I'm on the spot. But even Jameis Jameis's stats. Weren't like way far down um, the list of of what quarterback is is doing their thing right now. So it was it was an interesting stat. So go look it up; it's a thing.
3: And I want to point this out. I just looked up Teddy Bridgewater stats from college, and Mm -hmm. he never was a runner. (laughs) I didn't know that either. Just like Lowe's just did, I I assumed that he had. I I told you he was 500 yards rushing, but he's not. (laughs) He
1: he always was a pocket passer. He was kind of like what's his name, Geno Smith. Like, he just wanted to
3: sit in the pocket and throw yeah, that bitch. Gino definitely is a pocket player. He freshman. played three years of college football. Mm-hmm. His rushing stats go respectively 66 yards as a freshman, 26 yards as a sophomore, 78 yards as a junior. Wow, I thought but that you know, was doing that. But you know, they do college a but little they, differently.
1: Every sack gets counted against you, you're running yards. Well, that's fine,
3: yeah. but he still wasn't a runner. Like, he would have had yeah, more. Yeah, so yeah. even if he, I don't think he had 700 yards, you know, rushing, and then he took. You know what I'm saying? Whatever no, no, minus no. to get 78. Like I don't think that that's that so happens.
1: the other the other black quarterback that I'm forgetting was Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, forgot about that guy. Yeah. There's, so <laughs> there's mm-hmm. um I mean he we out you like you said it, um but well, he still
2: a, Patrick Mahomes still a running threat, though. But he, he 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 not he don't run the ball as much. But he's definitely a threat back. Yeah, he could right.
1: he could get mm-hmm. out there. Kyler Murray. I mean they got yeah. they got black yeah. quarterbacks out there spinning that thing. Um, but yeah. what's interesting is I heard this recently that Lamar Jackson's success. Is going to and and what's very interesting about that is that that's Baltimore and it's not mm-hmm. everybody doing that. Everybody's not given an opportunity to like just mold their whole team behind one player's special talents, and that's what Baltimore is doing, and mm-hmm. that's why they're reaping the benefits. Um, but more people might be willing to do that with an exceptional black quarterback. So people like Jalen Hurts might actually get a chance to mm-hmm. get a, be a first round draft pick because people might be like, you know what, he's a winner. He could run. He could throw. We'll get him in here, so possibly he gets drafted um a lot higher than he would have because of what Lamar's doing. I think the one thing that Rumble should be standing for, not necessarily black quarterbacks, but black coaches, because they doing black coaches bad yes. across the board. Dirty, like, like, dirty, like th- that boy at Florida State. They pay a twenty twenty mil twenty million to get that boy out after a year and a half. Yeah. So yeah, like black coaches is even in a worse position than black quarterbacks. Man, let's hop into what. Like, just burns my booty this week because we got a lot of stories and I want to make sure we give ample time for everything. First thing that burns my boudin.
3: people who stand in parking spots. (laughs) People that stand in parking spots deserve to get parked on. (laughs) (laughs) I should have parked on them. Are you kidding me? Yeah. First come, first serve. Yeah. Made a reservation for the parking spot. Come (laughs) on, bro.
0: Mm hmm.
3: No. Nah. Yeah. I saw no, it. That, that's that's beyond burning boudin. Like, that, that, my boudin didn't even touch the grill for that. Like, y'all not even about to play with my car like that. <laughs> I mean, like, when all I pulled they, up to a little. Of
1: I pulled up to a little happy hour the other day. They had a lady, like, right at the front standing in the parking spot with a guy, and they were just standing there and they looked at me when I passed. And they had another spot, like, maybe four spots, five, maybe five or six spots down. It was a little bit further, but I was like, I, like everything in me, it took everything in me not to just turn on my hazard lights and stop right there and be like, move. Like I'm about to park right here. <laughs> I didn't yeah. because I was like, I was feeling too, I was feeling good. I was like, you know what? It's Friday, birthday tomorrow. trip I ain't tripping. I ain't doing no tripping. But it did burn my so they, It Burned so my Buddha. in other head. words, they won. Yeah. It burned my Buddha enough for me to write it down in my phone at that point as something that burned my Buddha. But you know it's just not good it's not i mean have you ever done that
3: i've tried but yeah. i feel bad doing it like if somebody was to begin to turn in and i'm gonna just be like oh man i couldn't hold your spot like i'm not about to strong arm a parking a good parking spot for nobody that's not cool
1: i think it depends on where and when i think is a part of it too raj i think if it's like we had a big fire or something and we drive it or like if it's at walmart Kind of, we could go park in the back. I'm not standing in a parking spot yeah. at Walmart. But if it's like we at the the um Superdome and we there's a parking spot at the dome, like in Champion Square. <laughs> and you write man hold that thing for me? Like please. You know <laughs> tell you, let me tell you what I would do. And let me it's tell you 500 dollars
3: to park like next door, you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> let me let me give you let me give you the type of person I am. I'm I'm sneakier than that. <laughs> All right. So this is what I would do. I would if it was. I would. I guess in what I have in my mind, the mental picture I have is that it would be a parallel parking spot. I would I would park my car into the parallel spot like further than it needs to be,
0: mm.
3: and then stand off to the side so that person can only get mad at that. I wouldn't stand by my car. I'd stand off to the side. So they would say, think it's
1: just somebody parked bad, but it's just really you randomly for somebody your just
3: parked out of out of line, and then. When you hit me up and say, "Hey man, I'm about to turn in," you say you got that spot for me. I'll go to my car, back up a little bit, and let you get in. That's no. that's how I would do it.
1: That makes a lot of sense. I'll get like a little cone or something that's over there, and just put it in there, and be like, "I know that thing."
3: They got wet definitely paint. grab a cone. I'm not. I am not above grabbing a cone. Tell <laughs> that fair, fair, But hey, cone also right burn my boudin in front of the club.
1: Yeah. Because that means they're trying to make people pay for something that should be free. You're right. You're right but then you're putting it on the establishment and not on yourself. All of that to say, standing in parking spots burns my boudin. Another thing that burns my boudin uh, this week is shows, TV shows, that skip a season. When shows skip a season and just be like, "Now nah, we'll see you in fall 2027. That shit burns my boudin. <laughs> Examples that I have that come to mind are um, insecure, insecure. Um, game of thrones did it atlanta did it um i i i lose i lose interest in the show when it's
3: gone that long that's what i got that's i it. agree I no so. i mean i i i'm gonna I'm a agree <laughs> with you i know i've i know i've uh, i've been a victim of it i can't tell you what show probably atlanta um
2: Atlanta skipped a but, whole decade though. Atlanta been gone for yeah, a few years. Right. Man. Right.
3: But let me let me tell you, let me tell you what what like what I don't like is in this new age of binge watching, I can get a series in on an off day. You mm-hmm. know, like I'm off today. Mm-hmm. I could watch a series, maybe let's say in two days. Yeah, absolutely. So what comes to mind for me is the boys on Amazon. Hint hint. Check that out. Shit that is thing, fire. Thing is a fool. Um So uh the boys. So I get through. S- ep- season one, it just started, episode Homeland- one through Homelander. <laughs> yeah. Home, uh, f- one through eight. And then now, not only, not only like, I don't have no anticipation of like Sunday, ooh, I get to watch Ballers on Sunday. Mm. I saw the entire season one. Now I gotta watch, now I gotta wait for the year. So mm. that's an extended year. It is that's an extended a long year. Time.
1: I got you. I got
3: you. Especially if they burn your boudin. Especially it's not- if they hit you with that long daddy. But it's not as bad as if um, it,
1: they 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 push that back to say, oh no, it's gonna be we're not gonna drop it again for two years. But what I think is the counter to that, which is the livest thing, is if you just catch up on like you find out about a show and you watch it. And this happened to me recently. Where I think the show is called Glitch on Netflix, and I watched the first two seasons, and I was like, oh, that was pretty cool. And then um, it was like, oh, season three starting tomorrow, and I was like, whoa, like that's and I just fire. I, no, but. Netflix does that because they did it with another show, mindhunter it happened to me when I was watching mindhunter a few months back too um like I think Netflix does that when they're about to drop a new season or something they'll put like the old season that's like y'all need to be watching this right now if you ain't up on it catch mm-hmm. up on it right now I think that's fire right. but yeah. the, the Netflix opposite. got
3: the game Netflix as at this point got the game on lock mm-hmm. Netflix with TV got shows yes on. even mm-hmm. when Netflix decided to do stuff with their shows like like Release them every week. I'm mm-hmm. fine with
0: that.
2: Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm.
1: Los, what are your thoughts on shows that skip season? Because I know we've been waiting to do Men Secure, but we can't do it without Insecure.
2: Nah. I mean, it, it really, I feel like it, it takes the air out of it. Like, we were kind of excited to do Men Secure again. You know, we was watching it faithfully. But then when you say, okay, yeah, it's coming soon, and you say, okay, 2019, they say, ah, nah, fuck that. We're going to wait to 2025. He's like, wait, what? I'm... <laughs> I don't want to watch that anymore then. I'm gonna be off that, you know what I mean? So I, it it does scorch my boot in
1: <laughs> Another thing that burns my boot this week that um I decided to speak to. I had a couple of people over, um for my birthday this past weekend, and I made a little gumbo. You know, put a little threw down a little bit, made a little gumbo. I think that thing was dog. Others told me it was. It too. was good. Um, it was good. People who fish for, we call it fishing where I'm from, fish for meat. Burn my bootay! So you don't basically, know, what
3: you saying? Go ahead. What you saying is is they should just get what they get. Get, get with what the spoon you get. Gives them. get what with the, the good Lord put you. on your spoon Absolutely. is what you should
1: get. I had no bones in my in my gumbo. It was like shredded chicken. Mm-hmm. I shredded the chicken up, and I had some chunk chicken. I had some sausage, and I had some shrimp, and that's all. So meaning you wasn't about to get no big chicken bone with some um, with some cartilage on it. Nah, not you about to get all bites cutting everything's everything's edible in that thing everything checkout but they had a dude in the crib this is even an aside they had a dude in the crib who walked to the kitchen with his plate finished with about 15-20 sausages in it and he was like nah I don't eat I don't eat pork fam (laughs) so in that case fish motherfucker fish (laughs) did he put the sausage back no Cutting, he threw them away because he just ate around them and then threw away oh, fifteen, no. twenty sausages. Cutting. No, nah, he the deserved thing, to though. have. Soup. If
2: you, if no, if you really don't eat pork, you always ask, "Hey, yeah. you got pork in there?" Because I'm thinking If you ate the gumbo, it was you pork juice pork. all in the gumbo. You, no eat, you eat pork now, so no you really yeah, just you, wasted the whole. You wasted, you wasted three thousand fifty-five cents of that man money.
1: No, he wasted because when it was all said and done, when everybody left, I had buku juice with like not a lot of meat left, and I had put about yeah. Maybe I think I counted about seven, eight pounds of a uh, of meat that I put in that thing. I mm-hmm. Wouldn't be the first time I put seven, eight pounds of meat in <laughs> <on laughs> that thing, yeah, But, <laughs> but you um, go. but yeah, not nah, a meat. Like there was barely any meat. It was all juice. I was a little. Upset about that, especially thinking about old oh boy. So let me take that back. Fishing don't fishing burns my boudin when you go take all of the sausage to eat it, but it even burns my boudin more when
3: you take all the sausage to throw it away. The fuck is wrong? Yeah. Let me ask you a question. So I know I know they got a point, just like just like with just like I know how you held yourself where you didn't say anything to the people that was um, in the parking spot. Yeah, how would you feel if that man would have went back for seconds? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what did, would you have? Would, would that have been? I had a just point met that man something? that day. I wasn't comfortable
1: enough to like shit on him. If he went back for seconds, I'd be like, "Hey man, don't get no sausage this time." Matter of fact, and I'd have got him like a little shri- a little strainer type of spoon, and been like, "Just pick the
3: meat you want out of it." I would have encouraged him to fish. Bro, let me tell you, let me tell you something, and I know you're probably thinking it: you're lucky I wasn't there. Oh. <laughs> because I'd have bagged him. <laughs> I would have had to. I would have had to. You gave me a layup. I get it. You Lakeum Salam hotel. But what I'm saying is, is you can't waste. You can't waste good food, man. Good, we don't do that over do here. And do the
1: reshards, what, boy. What's
3: wrong
2: with you, though?
3: Yeah, no, we don't do that, man. Like I need you to either commit to this sausage <laughs> balls, or pause <laughs> or
0: I, I feel like that's I'll a conversation
1: had with uh with a chick before. I'm gonna need you to commit to the <laughs> <To this laughs> sauce. To sauce.
3: Will be my first time. But anyway, so I um, I'll just have just juice. You know, like man. you can you can just skim off the yeah. top, and skim. you don't need but no you, But yeah, just have your you're still soup.
2: eating pork, though, if because the the <laughs> sausage was marinated in the juice. You still eating pork juice in there. Listen, so you that you, that whatever make that man sleep at night. No? Pissed Allah off, man.
1: <laughs> pissed off. Whatever make that man so. I mean, so you're telling me that a um, like a little vegan person would come over there and be like, Look, I'm just gonna drink the juice and eat the rice? No,
3: because we have pork. Facts, in it. no,
1: they wouldn't do it. Yeah, they wouldn't. Facts.
3: Do it. So I so. hope that man listening to the podcast, or I hope that that man indirectly gets uh, <laughs> told flack from yeah. this
1: segment. No fishing allowed. I need a little sign that say No fishing allowed, man. Look, another thing that burned my boot out this week, listen, this past weekend. Birthday weekend every year, day, the time goes back. Daylight savings time. And I'm always excited about that. Uh, Are you? But the other one? The one that's like, you lose the sleep? Or just the concept uh, in general of J- daylight savings time burns my booty?
3: Move to Arizona. That's what they say. But But on the flip side, I hate this time. Because it's <laughs> pitch black right now. Yeah, I be going to sleep it's early. It's pitch though. black right now, and just to just to give you just to give you a beat of when it, when it is, it's six fifty two, <laughs> and it's pitch black. Hold up, it come should on, be bro, that's not cool at all. Like, I'll sacrifice that. It I'll, is not 652. It's not six fifty two. It's seven fifty two, right, Raj? Stop it. It's seven fifty two where I'm at. I just figured oh. most of our listeners are in the Central Time Zone, so I'll go ahead and give it give them that. It's but eight fifty two. Oh my word. god, I'm tripping. Eight fifty-two, so seven fifty-two, where I'm at. But okay. it's been dark for a while. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, it was dark at six fifty-two. Let's mm-hmm. say that. So I, I don't. I I I feel as though the, I feel the exact opposite of you. Like I mm. feel like I sacrifice that hour. I do hate losing that hour of sleep, but it's, it happens in the middle of the night. It happens at two in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I'm cool with it. The cool thing about that being on your birthday is you get an extra hour in the, in the yeah, bar. You absolutely. Know? Absolutely.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, so that's cool, but I still don't like it getting dark as early as it's been getting, which burns my boot in. My little cousin,
1: the miseducation of Lauren, said um, this: "This is like officially when I get home, I'm not leaving back out season." But oh, yeah. I mean, I think that got something that's... to do with it, though, like because it'd be dark. Like when I've been, like I've been getting home at my regular time, like four thirty-five, whatever, around that time. Take me, like, go change, uh, work out, take a shower. And it's like fucking six, and it's dark? I'm not leaving the house for anything. Mm-hmm.
3: Like, why would I want to leave Definitely the house? Definitely stand there. Imagine it's dark, and here it's, it's cold. It's, it's cold, yeah. It's freezing Definitely. outside. Could... It's, it's 25 degrees outside right now, just, so I'm to not get, going nowhere. Just to
1: get y'all a little science before I get your take, Los. Um, in 1895, George Hudson came up with Daylight Saving time, and only a minority of the world population uses it. Asia and Africa generally do not observe it. So, our forefathers don't observe that bullshit. This is some some, um, WPS. It says, industrialized societies usually follow a clock-based schedule for daily activities that do not change throughout the course of the year. The day, I mean the time of day that individuals begin and end work or school and the coordination of mass transit, for example, usually remain constant year-round. In contrast, An agrarian society's daily routines for work and personal conduct are more likely governed by the length of daylight hours and by solar time, which change seasonally because of the Earth's earth's axis tilt. North and south of the tropics, daylight lasts longer in the summer and shorter in the winter. With the effect becoming greater, the further one moves away from the tropics. By synchronously resetting all clocks in a region to one hour ahead of standard time, individuals who follow such a year-round schedule will take an hour earlier um, than they will wake an hour earlier than they would have otherwise they will begin and complete daily work routines an hour earlier and they will have available to them an extra hour of daylight after their workday activities however they will have one less hour of daylight at the start of each day making the policy less practical during the winter like you just spoke of raj so daylight savings it's basically to have extra time of the day after work. But it don't work right now. <laughs> nope. That's
2: all I'm
3: saying. At and all. I
1: don't like it. Right. Los, what are your thoughts? Daylight savings time.
2: I mean, you know, I I, I love the extra hour, you know, I guess, you know, roll the time back, but uh it does get dark really quick. But it, it makes it makes me get in the bed earlier though. I ain't up mm-hmm. as long. So So you go to sleep at like four
1: thirty AM instead of five thirty AM?
2: Exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> cause I don't want cause I don't want the sun to catch me no more. So I'll go to sleep. Nope. <laughs> Tired of that shit. <laughs> That's funny though. Um so another thing, I'm not gonna say this burns my Buddha. Um well, let's do this. I'll tell you the last thing that burns my Buddha. It actually doesn't burn my Buddha. This podcast is brought to you by Dick Irv. I got this from the audience and he asked or he said that this is what burns his Buddha this week. Not knowing what song is on the NFL segment each week, Raj, move. Ooh. He's
3: talking to you. You know what? I actually been I actually been thinking about that. Shout out, Dicker. I actually been thinking about that. I think it is right for me to say the name of the song. And uh, but the only so I'll give you, man. You know what's crazy? So we t so is I the only like- one you ever said. I think. <laughs> Uh, come cocky? Come cocky. That's what I meant. Come cocky.
2: Come cocky.
3: <laughs> yeah, because it was funny. Yeah, but it was. All <laughs> of the other ones, I I just you know I might read I might read ten City Girls lyrics. I might read the whole City Girls album, and then now y'all don't think it's as cool. Mm-hmm. That's how I really feel about it. Which I don't. I do try to find variety in in every aspect of it, but um, but for the most part, I feel you. I, it's something I'll think about doing. That man want
1: to go listen sad. to the
3: songs just so he could laugh and be like, that's that song y'all was talking about. Like, Let me tell you this. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Aldo Nice, who introduced me to, <laughs> let me Google that for you. Yeah. So if you want to know the what the name of the song is, just type the lyrics in and with the word lyrics at the end of it in the Google and you'll find it. Shout out, Dicker.
1: I feel like you tried to play the homie right quick, Dicker. Yeah, the views, it. the express <laughs> <Ryan's> food <laughs> the um the aggressive views towards our listeners. <laughs> we ain't got That'd time for it. Um, okay, so that was all that burn my Buddha. But let me ask you something. This is not a burn my Buddha, but I need y'all input. What do you do with birthday um like like messages? And I mean like the general that is that be like on your wall on um. Facebook and like under a picture on IG, like, I
2: just what do like you do them. with
1: those? Like, just I mean, I get, like when button. people, when people inbox me and stuff, I respond, but yeah. other, like, is it just to hit the like button? Should I put like a general, the like. should I hit the general, um, man, I appreciate everybody who, uh, wish me birthday. Should, I mean, should I be that person? Yeah.
2: You like them, you like them all. And then you, you send that one out cause you get tired of reply, especially on Facebook. You can't reply to all of those. So you just hit the you hit, you hit 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 the like button on the ones you see and then hit them with the general dad. I don't think people- Do I need I to hit them like with the general
1: people. dad is the question though, Los? What you think,
2: Los? I mean, it depends on how I'm feeling that year. Some years I do, some years I don't. Like this year I did and I just hit the like button on everything. Mm. I didn't even hit them with the general dad because I feel like if you're telling me happy birthday so I can give you a thank you, I'm good on that.
1: <laughs> Enjoy
2: <laughs> You know i I don't have to have Facebook messages- Happy birthday is just because you want to get a thanks today. You know?
1: Raj, what's your thoughts on the general daddy? <sighs> I,
3: I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. Mm. In oh, other oh, words, okay.
1: he looking up lyrics right
3: now. Oh, um, let
1: me Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I know Because I know man I
2: was just about to say you that. Said he said it was going to happen.
1: Yeah, he in his phone. He's looking up lyrics mm. for an NFL segment at the end of the podcast. He didn't
2: He didn't. hear he nothing you said, though. That's the funny nothing. part. Oh, he did, I, he was, not- was about to lie and say something, but he, he didn't get the general uh, gist of it. So he's just like, you know what? Let me just say I don't know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, what y'all boys had said was how I had felt about it. I hate him. Um. Mm. So another thing I spoke about this week, and I think Loshi was still here when I was talking about the sneaker ball. Um. So we've talked about a sneaker ball on the podcast before about how people wear live shoes. Cutting in, I just saw somebody who violated last week. It was a whole bunch of team of dudes with Jordans, and one dude had on some flumflase, some flumblades. You know what I'm saying? Some oh. little, some designer daddies. What is that? Like just just oh. some designer daddies at a sneaker ball. I got ball. you, I got you. What you think about designer daddies at a sneaker ball, Raj?
3: I mean, um, that's, I'm with it.
1: You? I'm so, with it this next... You think that that's a good thing? I, I hate that, dog. Like I feel like it has to be sneakerhead culture, not designer shoes, dog.
3: Like don't come here okay. with some Louberts. Right. Come feel here you. with some sneakerheads. let me tell you how I feel about it. Let me tell you exactly. We've how talked you. about this on the I, podcast, got, but I I just want to, you know, you you change you change my mind about it that quick. Um yeah, if it's a sneaker ball, I don't I can't have you do too much. Meaning I can't have you go Balenciaga on me. Mm-hmm. I can't have you go I can't have you go all of them shoes Neiman Marcus. I can't have you go Neiman Marcus on me um, but if you got enough money for them shoes, I need you to hit up stock x and go with something dope smile oh, so ain't that verbatim what I said ain't that verbatim
2: yeah.
0: what i
3: said
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah if you can if you can pay nine thousand dollars for some shoes, you can go get some shoes that nobody ever seen before. <laughs> Go yeah, get the Martin McFly. The
1: Martin McFly daddies, man. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, go get some old exclusive Travis Scott Badish. shit. Those blue right. um, fours, them light skinned fours. Nigga, like, yeah, get some exclusive yeah. stuff.
2: Don't I, I hit you know what like
3: i Let me throw something in there. I don't understand how, like, sneaker culture makes some shoes um, mm-hmm. rare or, like, mm-hmm. valuable when they sometimes not fire. You know, I could be, like, some all-white whatever. Like, yeah. or some, like them, blue, like, them blue fours that you was just talking about. Yeah. Like, they're not, like, the craziest, most fire shoes ever. But the fact that they don't, make, they didn't make a lot of pairs of them makes them, like, oh, that's no, what I got to get
2: those. That's what makes it. I mean, because all, all designer shoes, all designer shoes not fire. And they still, for the, the most least uh, fire designer shoe that, that they have, they still $600. Mm-hmm. How about
1: them M&M <laughs> hearts? M&M like, that's fours, too. Like... A lot of them shoes is just kind of like it's just, it's just the rarity. It's not the liveness. Yeah. so that's kind of. But I don't even understand how the part that I don't get is how Nike does an auction wow. per se for shoes on on like the app, and you got to do like a raffle and try to try to get certain pairs. How do they know which ones are gonna be like go
3: but it it has to do I guess with rarity, but does it always? That's, no, sometimes sometimes it's with who had them on prior to the release. Mm. So if Kanye at his concert wears a pair of Kanye's, you know, or let's just say, and at one point in time, wears a pair of J's, um, then it's going to be crazy. If it was like Michael Jackson in a commercial, like space jams, the space jams were not necessarily the best ones to come out, but Michael Jordan had them on and they didn't come out for a couple of years. You know what I'm saying? There's always a story behind it, mm. but I do think it's who wore them when, for what event is that's what I, makes it that's what makes it a, a thing
2: I think that might have something to do with them too but I think nowadays with the you know the power of the internet I think they might track when the picture come out and the release dates come out for stuff mm. they might track the hype the traffic,
1: the traffic that yeah.
2: way too yeah that
1: make a lot of sense Los. like cause on um, I look at Kicks on Fire and sometimes they'll have the wants like the little like buttons on the shoes when they about mm-hmm. to come out and I would assume mm-hmm. that if some of them be having like 4,000 likes and some wants yeah. and some of them be having like 50,000 ones. So I think million, they can yeah. <laughs> track pretty well which ones are um, going to be the shit. Speaking mm-hmm. of shoes that are the shit that you should always wear to a sneaker ball, Manyadis. I was just... <laughs> the
2: drip. Man-yati say... Hey, if you're going to wait in line for them, them, uh, them remake Popeye chicken sandwiches, you might as well go and get you a pair of Manyadis, bro.
1: And I'm just spelling it so you make sure you know how to spell it when you search it. M-O-N-E-Y-A-T-T-I. Monyadi. Monyadi.
2: Monyadi. Masterpiece. He just got booted off first the stage question. somewhere, too. They just booted out of the stage somewhere.
1: This is my first question. I need you to answer it, man. Monyadis or Converse No Limit MPs? Which one do you think Masterpiece sold more pairs of? Back in the 90s when he had them Converse, them No Limits, or currently the Manyatis? Which one you think he sold? any pairs of
3: Manyatis have been sold.
2: More of them. (laughs) No, he gave, yeah, I I agree with him. He gave, he gave, he been giving Manyatis away. I
1: don't think any Converse have been sold? Really? That's Master P. Shut up. Four cents.
2: He's not the same Master P that we, you know, them kids don't give a damn about no Master P
1: but some old some cats from New
3: Orleans got, and got some maniati
2: no no, they don't
3: not you know, one pair of the maniati L- <laughs> no, on no, their not Wikipedia not one yeah. pair of maniati <laughs> <laughs> have been sold to this goose state. egg <laughs> goose egg there. and on their Wikipedia it's an update as of I was about to <laughs> say did you hit <laughs> the Minnesota? update button 11-6-2019 <laughs> not one at pair not one pair of maniati at what time though, Raj? Eight. O six PM MST,
1: <laughs> but is this are they coming for daylight savings time? No, because the boys might, might, might be the cast, They might be <laughs> Not Oh man! But um, speaking of Master P and his business acumen, we say he the goat. I think he's the goat. You know, he yeah. like they said, he the only one who did it all three ways: rap, um, hustling, and the NBA. Like Master P is a special human being. Um, rap snacks. You know what I mean? Play the music. Shout out. Ooh. Go. Wake up one more day, you have a hard time.
2: You don't know how to do a bottom drink. Hold up, hold up.
0: Say Get your
1: with
2: a devil wrench. With
0: a devil wrench. With a devil
2: wrench, we can make it happen. Ooh, ooh, hey, get your rest snaps. Hey, let me make it snappin'. Just wrestling with a damn wrench. Just wrestling
1: that with a damn wrench. <laughs>
2: Ooh. Dab wrench, dab wrench, dab wrench. What about yeah? a bad dab wrench, dab wrench. Ooh, 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 ooh. In the traps do near you. Ooh. In the traps near you. Ooh. What you gonna do when you walk across the aisle? See these three
1: on the- Ooh, with a dab, of wrench. With hey. a dab of wrench. With a dab of wrench. With a dab wrench. Ooh. ooh, Ooh. Okay, man, listen. Hey. Repsnacks has partnered with Walmart and expanded to over 4,200 stores across America. So actually, Repsnacks was founded in 1994, which is crazy, by James Lindsay, and uh, Masterpiece is partner now. So this this company's been around for 25 years. Rep Snacks has been around it. for 25 years.
3: When did y'all first hear
2: about Repsnacks? Snacks? Uh,
0: last month? Two,
3: uh, last year, maybe? Okay. How yeah, about you about Lose? A
2: year ago. A year or so ago. Somebody had I think came it was, around shot out with some with their popcorn. I was like, oh my God.
1: Hold Pop- up, so y'all had never special. seen that y'all had never seen Quavo then with the Ooh. Ooh, with a dabber wrench. With the dabber wrench. Y'all like, no?
2: That's that's no? that's when that's when I that's when I realized. How long was that how long ago was that?
1: that? I think that was more than a year because it was like peak Migos. It was like right around when they dropped um whatever they album is I can't even remember what man, culture bougie? culture
2: might have been a couple. I might think have think a couple they, years ago. I think that was probably when I first tasted them a couple years ago. Yeah. Oh wow! I, I saw I, them, them in the store. Oh,
1: you've never oh, tasted man. them, Raj?
2: No. Oh, you, you, Ooh, the you popcorn
1: bougie. with a dab of ranch. Oh.
2: <laughs> they special.
1: Yeah, that Louisiana heat, That's that boost. Okay, look. Yeah. So previous artists who have been on Reps um in the past, like since nineteen ninety four. Are people like Old Dirty Bastard, Master P, Meek Mill, Young Jock, Bell Bill DeVoe, Baby, what kind of? and the big timers, Pretty Willie, Miss Toy, Mac Ten, Young Bloods? If you don't give a damn, we'll Murphy Lee, you, Warren hey. G, and Pastor Troy have all been on different um rap snacks. But the current lineup of rap snacks, let me let you know: Romeo Miller has the barbecue with my honey chips. Fetty Wap good. has the jalap- the honey jalapeno <laughs> chips. Lil Yachty got the um, hot chili pepper and lime crunchy curls and hot cheese fries. They kind of look like his little hair, which is funny. Lil Bootsy got the Louisiana Heat wavy chips and cheese puffs. Trina got the honey jalapeno cheese puffs and honeydew cheese puffs. Cardi B, just recently signed with him, got the honey drip butter popcorn, the jerk Mm. barbecue wavy chips, The habanero hot cheese popcorn and the cheddar barbecue chips, and of course, Migos got the my honey wavy chips, the white cheddar cheese puffs, the white cheddar popcorn, and the sour cream chips, all with a dab of ranch. With a dab of ranch. With a dab of ranch. Let me
3: tell you. Let me tell you. Out of all of that, out of all of what you just said, everybody that you just take the one person that I don't understand. Why Fetty Wop has chips? Why Fetty Wop, out of all them people that you just named, I have no idea why Fetty <laughs> Wop doesn't have no I have no idea why. <laughs> I don't understand.
2: Man, y'all niggas ain't shit.
1: Oh no. Why would he do that? <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, like that's funny because he don't really seem like the same lane. But they said Fetty Wap actually asked them for his own brand of chips. But it was like the repackaging; like they shut down operations for a year and they like rebranded. And I think that Migos shit as well just put them on the rep when that went viral. Yeah. They
3: put them on the map.
2: Yeah,
1: they Migos um. I they, I'm, I'm looking, looking at their
3: good. website right now. I'm I'm looking at their website right now, and this makes me so proud. Mm-hmm. This makes me so proud because they have a back to school pack. And while everybody in their in little lunchbox at school is bringing in the Cheetos, the Doritos, hey, the Ruffles. The legs, I want to see the kid that's bringing in the Louisiana hot cheese the, the, with Boosie yeah. on the front. But it's $24 yeah. for 48
1: bags, meaning that they're 50 cents each. That is like really affordable chips, but they're little chips because yeah, really it's a one-ounce bag. But still, that's... That's That's they do They're trying to. F- they trying to fight the childhood I just need obesity. To be on the front in the yeah. cafeteria. You, you're <laughs> right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> you're not wrong when you're right, man. Uh, they said that they, um, they ever they're gonna have the first ever vegan rap snacks coming out in like a collab with Slutty Vegan in Atlanta. So I'm just saying, masterpiece to go. He got in He gets in early on stuff like this. He's making it happen. This is almost like 50 Cent in vitamin water, but it's even more urban and like capitalizing on urban
2: culture. Like I'm. I,
1: uh-huh. That's all I'm telling y'all, man. You can't stop beating. I just respect, um, I respect
2: Master P so much because remember when he, the boy went from uh, Ice Cream Man to Nickelodeon with his son and took his goals yeah, out. Absolutely. And then like, that was the first, that was the first person I seen on MTV Creative had an elevator in his house. It was like, damn, you know, you really could be from nothing to something. I just want an elevator. I don't really need no rooms.
1: There's so many live things you could say about Master P. And the, and The livest thing is that I remember him coming perform in New Iberia, like, at the West End Park, like, just on some local shit when we was kids. And Master P is, like, the biggest mogul, or one of the biggest moguls in America now. Um, Speaking of Master P, whenever you talk about him, it goes hand-in-hand with uh, Cash Money. So, they had a video online right now of Turk, Young Turk, hot boy Turk, talking about a reunion concert. Because he he basically was looking at Master P to him and saying, man, we could do the same thing. We just need to put all our egos aside. And he's talking all this crazy stuff about they should all get their individual tour buses because they all got their own families and their own crews. And then oh, they just do the music shit. together um, when BG get out and stuff. He seemed mm-hmm. like he hurting. And he just trying to, he trying to get some loot. Like the rest of them boys probably don't need the loot like he do. But it would be a financial windfall for all of them, I believe. Um, well, What's the live yeah. reunion concert? Cash Money on No Limit.
2: Cash Money. Cash Money, easy. By far. Cause you know what, no limits doing there. They just got booed off the stage in no, in uh, St. Louis. So, the I only know.
3: way no limit, the only way that no limit would have a live like reunion tour is if Snoop was involved. That's, okay. That's the Only way was, they have. I was, was about, about to. I was about to get that into that to, to the
1: brass tacks of it because, like, if you tell me I'm going to a concert and Mystical starting that bitch off, yeah. and then like doing like y'all ain't ready and 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 danger. Yeah, and, I go. Like, Mystical Man Right Chill, he doing all yeah. that, and then he get off the stage, and then Snoop coming on that thing and doing Snoop Classics? Like, I mean, now mm. I guess he would have to do No Limit songs, would he? Woof, motherfucker, yes. woof, motherfucker. Yeah.
2: Bow, wow, 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 yippee yo, yippee yay. <laughs>
1: fuck, fuck them other niggas. I, I feel like fuck them other niggas. Was it on his it. or C-Murder? It was one of them, but he was on the song definitely. So yeah, put that on. Yeah. I mean, the dog father. So, <laughs> but
2: do but do we really want to sit? And, but after that, then do I want to sit through silks? Little shit Cotton, and Mia Silk, X
1: cutting. How about if Silk do um um what is it the song with my tell, cutting? Let's ride cutting. He do that <laughs> and then he do the song. With, then he do the song with him and Maya when uh when she found them drawers that uh, that MCL. <laughs> oh
2: yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Felt them, felt them pumps in the bump there.
1: Yeah, bro. Like, uh, he do the Trina song okay. with him and Trina. The uh, Yeah. I don't remember what the song was. But he got yeah. a song with
2: Trina. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so we talking about like an hour and 15-minute show.
1: No, because then P get, to right. come, cause P get to come on at the end and shut it down with No Limit Soldiers. Uh, I Mr. always feel man. like somebody watching me. Um, preco, okay. cold, Mr. Um, Ice Cream Man, Ice Burbins Cream Burbins and man. Cadillacs. yeah, yeah. P get gets to to come out. With, I, let me, let like me just let me just tell you what you're doing yeah. here.
3: I, I I love it. I love the I love the podcast when you get to play Devil's Advocate. But there is no way that a <laughs> no limit concert will ever be because let me tell you. Let me just put it to you like this. Let me put it to you like this. I need I need I need you to hear me. I'm listening. Cash Money, Cash Money, all time Cash Money reunion tour. Oh uh, hey, everybody couldn't make it. No, nobody can make it. The only person can make it is Drake. I'm going to the Drake concert. <laughs> That's
1: what Co- I'm saying. Well, Drake was never on cash money, so we can't count that. He was on yeah, Young Money. was about to say, Drake don't cash none of the shit. new people count. He was on Young they Money. Don't count. None of the new people count. We only talking now, but yeah. I thought you was going to end ball, that with Hot Boys and Big I, time. I, I we only Hot on, Boys and Big Time. Yeah, I thought he was going to end it by saying uh, um, the only person who cared was Wayne, and then I would have to sit back. Yeah. And, hmm, maybe,
2: <laughs> De- no, maybe I'm definitely gone. I'm so definitely
3: gone. I'm glad you I'm glad you brought that up. So I actually have everybody, everybody that was ever signed for Cash Money right hey, here. He go. You got Bow Wow. Oh. No, look, you got Bow Wow. Okay, okay. Don't you care. got Busta Rhymes. You got Currency. Care. You got DJ Khaled dropped three albums under under Cash Money. Mac Records. 10 was on No Limit. F- Flow Rider, <laughs> the Hot Boys, Juvenile. Lil Wayne, I mean, I'm saying no, like I'm already no, Ray J, like no Soldier no, Boy, like you can, come on, they could only do the songs when they was signed to that label though.
1: Um, no. Lil Bow Wow can't be over there doing um his little puppy love, like. yeah, puppy. He can't Don't be
2: doing that. Shit, man. None of that. Listen, man, I, it, all, all so, we need no, is no, all no, I want to hear is what? the big timers Sh- and the hot boys. Chopper, chopper could
1: be on, on No Limit shit too, or no, no new No Limit.
2: Yeah, man, you, you you gonna have a select few, man. You so gotta be hot boys and big timers. I'm not gonna Chopper being involved.
3: Though. I don't know where he, wherever he dropped Chopper style at. That's where I'm at. But it's <laughs> only got no Chopper Cha- Cha-
2: concert.
3: I, mean, I think. I ain't going
2: was... I would, I would rather hear no limit mix like a DJ just mm-hmm. play the songs, mm-hmm. and then I go to the Cash Money concert.
1: But how long you want to stay at the concert though? Los? If you're telling me Cash Money give you a, like if the concert is like an hour and a half, and just put all the cuts you could do in an hour and a half. I might look, you might you might could convince me that a no limit concert might be live for an hour and a half. i, I, I,
0: I sure. Until, I just until don't until think they're
2: gonna perform it right though. I would really rather just listen to it. <laughs> they ain't gonna perform it right. I feel like Pete Pete not gonna make it. He's it ain't gonna sound the same. It ain't gonna hit. It's gonna hit different. Until you know that, that, until
1: it, Big Timers come out there and play, get your roll on, and then everything, just, all all is off. Get your mother. Everything. Is done.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now I'm
0: sweating. Hey, that's that that's bitch. really that's really now I'm in the whole sweating.
3: Give me give me a maybe not an hour, but give me a 30, 45 minute concert. Uh maybe, maybe I'm a little bit closer mm. to a no limit concert. A little
2: podcaster. Mm. A little sir.
3: <laughs> Cause there's something about Anonymous No Limit Soldiers,
1: like, it's something about No Limit Soldiers, the song. Just think about it. Like when you hear like people out there sitting at your cubicle doing whatever you're doing right now. Close your eyes, cut and think about um uh, No Limit. mm
2: Mm, 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 mm. You gotta like, bounce just, though You just gonna Just think five. about that Just five. think about
1: that And then Think about About it mm. Mm. Like Like bow, Them bow. beats is so Damn classic And we not even talking about makeup. say uh Like P got Yeah This ain't no motherfucking P No <laughs> <laughs> P let me hear you say Uh, uh, uh,
2: uh, uh, uh. uh, uh. Man.
1: Hang the phone up. It's Rapid team, man. <laughs> but I, I say all of that to say, yeah, I guess if we if we do our little uh we break the shit down a little bit smaller, maybe we need to do a post. Like top ten songs for Cash Money No Limit. What what concert you going to? Now that bring it right. down to maybe a thirty minute concert, like you said, Raj, thirty five minute concert, but I don't know. I'm going to cash money regardless. I mean, for now, the sake
3: of it, I'm still going cash money.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, speaking Definitely. of rappers, last week we talked about um, Kanye West and his conversion. I just wanted to have a little quick, a little quick, a little quick uh, talk of, Man. like I heard somebody saying you can't talk about somebody's walk with Jesus, and if they walk with Jesus, then um, you got to just take them at their word. So I saw the post today talking about Jasmine Kashmir and then hit oh. the internet that she's a pa- a preacher now um and they say mm-hmm, since mm-hmm. since 2006 on mother's day she actually converted and like gave her life to the lord so it's been over 3 years but people are just kind of getting the video of her talking about her testimony and stuff and she seems like a will a really good polished performer um up on stage uh um, yeah all the bed. what
2: what are what are, y'all,
1: what are y'all thoughts on that if i mean y'all saying Kanye couldn't could Jasmine have changed her life what's going on
2: yeah, I mean, of course she yeah. can change
1: our life.
0: Yeah, it's just I gonna like take a little bit
3: change. longer. It's gonna take a little bit more clout because I just typed Jasmine Cashmere into my Ooh. my search engine, and I got Jasmine Cashmere porn, Jasmine Cashmere squirting, <laughs> Jasmine Cashmere X N X X. And so it's gonna take her a little while for her to get off of that, you know, for us to yeah. forget about that. But what I but the, but the other thing is is I think that there's a a big difference between Kanye going out and having like sound bites and saying stuff like that's wild. And actually having video bites, you know, like actually having like footage, you know, like that's not, that's not yeah. the same thing to me. So it's going to take yeah. her longer to fix her image, if you yeah. will. Yeah. I
2: mean, I don't think, well, I guess fixing images is, uh, I guess that, that could be a right one. But I just think it's going to take her a little bit longer for us to get her out our head of, you know, on porn. Gagging. Like you just, yeah, it's just hard not to see her gagging on and squirting at the same time and getting her face squirted on—it's just I you would be sitting in church looking at her with a hard dick. You know what I'm saying? That's all I've been seeing for the for years. I mean, you know, but I mean, I think you know, I think hers hers might be more genuine than Kanye's. It, you know, because I feel like she she's not even trying to make money out. She just you know in the telling a story and you know really trying to you know get the word of God out. You know, more so than doing music and throwing live ass concerts at churches with bad food.
1: <laughs> I'm just, I'm just laughing at the visual of people sitting in the, in the audience with that <laughs> rocked up. But, <laughs> I, but I mean, I I'm sure that would be myself. like a a i mean, I'm sure that would be some people's motivation for going to that church, though. Like, I just want to see that thing yeah. up close, like, and see if she what she really talking about. So, I mean, celebrity I mean, of any yeah. kind could bring in a, um, a crowd. So that's a little interesting thing, man. Another big story in Black culture this week is. The chicken sandwich Ah, uh, stab, 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 stab stab
2: stab. stab, stab, stab.
1: Chicken sandwich is back, man. Uh, so the two biggest things I've been hearing, one was that there's uncooked sandwiches. So I saw people talking about they frying them too fast, and this dude showed this one that was still, like, completely uncooked on the inside, and supposedly that was in Houston. Uh, like, that he got a bad one, and then I saw a viral on the on, online. And the other thing was the stabbing, stabbing that took place on Monday in uh, Maryland. Um, basically, yeah. he argued with a dude about a spot, and then Kevin Davis, twenty eight, got stabbed outside their restaurant, and he uh, and he died. So people want to yeah. talk about somebody got stabbed over a chicken sandwich, but ain't got shit to do with a chicken sandwich. But y'all ain't ready to have that discussion yet, though. I just wanted to sound like a little really? hotel right quick. Did it did it did oh, it okay. did it go? From, did it go I, I I
2: was I was gonna I was gonna see if I can give you a bounce pass and ask you what does it have to do with it. I thought she was gonna keep going with it. Well but, uh, <laughs> it, it I got everything to do culture,
1: with our culture see, brother. No, nah, but I mean it does. Yeah. I mean it do. If you yeah, go to stab somebody with a chicken sandwich man. and they got shit to do with a chicken sandwich, honestly. But go ahead.
2: Yeah, you just mad as fuck. <laughs> but um <laughs> for real, something wrong with you. Well, uh you see the lady who tore up her car like on the little pole oh, trying to get yeah, Scratch lines up that all
1: thing. the side of her little Bonneville.
2: Like, dog, they ain't nothing that good. I mean, and then i i i me personally, the the new one, not the old one. To me, I had that thing the other I was like, bro, is that the same sandwich I had? That's what the people first, gonna the say. First few times I had
1: You so you're saying it's like Gucci Man, it's like a clone nut, it then came out and it's not the same thing.
2: No, nah, I ain't the clone. It's a whole I no, it it, no. I think it's it's a, the that, that that narrative. R. Kelly was trying to say is not me. It's a whole nother nigga. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it ain't the same chicken sound. They try. I think they tried to get get. They tried to regroup and mass produce them, and they skipped a couple steps, man. They always too expensive to mass produce them the same way they had them. They ain't marinated them for long enough or something. Cause I got the spicy that and the thing wasn't even spicy.
3: Basically, well, it's, that's funny. The way you said that, the, the, R. Kelly saw that video, he said, so yeah, that's R. Kelly, but that's not me. <laughs> um, <laughs> the chicken, so uh, just to go back, I don't know if y'all boys remember, I'm sure, um, Al, Aldo, I'm sure you remember Kane's chicken was different when it first came mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. and Nye is different. I think... I think they went to the drawing board and I, you know, the bottom line, that's what, that's what runs the business, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. And I
3: think that they figured, man, people are going to go crazy whenever we drop this chicken sandwich off again. Let's make mm-hmm. it with less quality. No, <laughs> I,
1: I think that <laughs> the, the way Los, the way Los just said that, man, like in between the foolishness, I think that was one of the better points I've heard in a long time about it is that, yeah, if we trying to figure out how we're going to make money, we got to cut some corners to like, mm-hmm. to make some money off this burger, so, I mean, this sandwich, so we not, like, they went all in on the loudness, and then it was like, look, let's just do it with a different price point, because we know, boys going to stab each other and run into yeah. poles trying to get this chicken sandwich.
2: Yeah, yeah. Even, even lot- Like, you got to look at it, even if they just get it one time, even if they just go back and get it one time, mm-hmm. or buy two or three, or they just go one time with chicken sandwiches, and we make it with, with we we skip a couple steps, save less money, you know, save money, boom, we, we hit again, you know?
3: And I also think I also think that being a being a chicken establishment, a chicken joint, a chicken establishment, like, uh, like Popeyes is <laughs> um, the chicken sandwich is gonna be a staple on the menu. So mm-hmm. it's like let's hit it while while it's here. Like let's make this cheapest as, as hell, you know, and and make it and make a lot of money off of this chicken sandwich, and then that'll pretty much that'll be their flagship meal going forward. Like when I go to Popeyes, in fact, a big a big reason why I don't stop at Popeyes whenever I'm on let's say like a little semi road trip is because. You know, that's a lot. That's a lot to do. Like Even dip. if I get tenders, mm-hmm. tenders is right. You got to dip. Tenders is the is is like the least tedious food over there. I'm not going to get a two piece with a red beans and rice while I'm that's crazy when I'm driving. So I can just hit the sandwich. I think Popeye's is preparing themselves for the chicken sandwich to be their flagship item on their menu. Not the two piece no more. So it's like let's make it. And then the, the chicken sandwich will be here to stay. But that first chicken sandwich that they made, in fact, I'm reading an article. I'm not reading it, but I'm just looking at a headline from an article right now that says, Popeye's chicken sandwich is back on the menu, but it seems smaller and less exciting the second time around. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense. It's like, let's yeah. cut it in half. For every chicken sandwich that we was making before, we can make two. Or yeah. for every pinch of seasoning we put in there, let's put a half a pinch. Whatever it is, they, they profit profiting on, yeah. on the hype and not the quality of the sandwich, which is what i were looking for. Oh thanks. They did their thing. It's pretty genius if you if, they took, going uh, it.
2: They took, they took a brick and made it
3: three. <laughs> <laughs> they they Frank um, Luke They turned an O two into a O three. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well said, sir. Well said sir. Hey man, it's out. no time like the president. We're talking about um establishments that's out here getting it. Let's talk about um, one from our favorite sponsor, the fellas at the Black Coffee Company. So five young Xavier alumni have come together to create the Black Coffee Company, man. Y'all visit theblackcoffeecompany.com to check out their art, apparel, and uh, definitely their coffee. With five unique blends of Colombian, Brazilian, Ethiopian, and Peruvian coffees, these brothers are giving you some of the best java from around the globe and some food for thought as well. Um, These fellas aren't only distributing quality coffee they preach the major tenets of entrepreneurship, financial freedom, and community empowerment. Uh, the whole movement is dope, but don't take my word for it. Visit theblackcoffeecompany.com and see what all the fuss is about. The Black Coffee Company. Coffee for the culture. Ooh,
2: we're talking black coffee from black folks and their fathers with their babies. Ooh, we're talking black coffee from black folks' fathers. Uh so
1: Raj, the story I I definitely 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 think we need to give its due diligence to is um let's talk about this guy Brandon Hargrave in um in Lafayette, man. So basically he's the owner or at least part owner of a number of local businesses in the Lafayette area or in even in other places in Louisiana, including um Walk On's, which is a sports bar, City Bar, which was a club, uh, CC's Coffee House, Planet Fitness, and Mesh's Donut King, Richie Mesh's Donut King. Yeah. And basically, I want Rod, you can tell a story a little bit better than me uh, to an extent probably about um, I'll give you what I know. So some kids, he left a, he left a um, bucket out for trick-or-treaters and was like, take one so everybody can get one. And then he had a video of some little black kids going over there and laughing and joking and taking way more, taking like all of the candy. So he posts on Facebook, turn up the volume. You can even hear these little shits or fuckers or something reading the sign that says, "Please take one so everyone doesn't get so everyone gets one." aloud, while laughing and picking their heads up like thieves on the lookout while taking it all. Starts off with simple shit like candy, then eventually escalates to stealing guns out of people's cars, selling drugs, <laughs> armed robbery, joining the system, and then eventually being jailed, shot, killed, etc. This mentality is how it all starts. Immaturity? Nah. Why didn't any of the other kids do this? It's not a kid thing. It's a culture thing. Same culture that lands their 8x10 picture on front of Auntie's airbrushed t-shirt while Auntie falls all over herself at the funeral claiming what a perfect person they were their entire life. Lack of character. The cancer of this planet. Is what he wrote about those kids. So, Raj, um, you know a little bit more intimately about this situation because you know dude. Um,
3: What are your thoughts? So, first off, I kind of want to dissect the Facebook post and turn the volume up. You can even hear these little niggas reading that sign that says, please take one so everyone can get one. That's what that says to me. Mm. I showed this post to my dad and he was like, what what is he saying in them asterisks? That's what that says in them yeah. asterisks. Because mm-hmm. if it was little shits, then he would have said little shits. Mm-hmm. Or he would have said little fuckers. That's little niggas reading that yeah. sign. The other thing is when you say, why didn't any of the other kids? And I think that that one's a little bit you can you can maybe take that one or leave that one. No, that's transparently not black what kids. If they had, Stop it. What if what if they had other black kids? Like you're not talking about these kids. And then my third my third point is he obviously has some black friends and he didn't been to a black funeral before. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like because you know so vividly like you named a uh, the a t-shirt like you know, you know black people make eight bucks. T- I ain't never seen a white person with a uh in loving memory airbrush t-shirt. RIP daddy. And, that and falling all over the f- You know what I'm saying? Like you didn't been to a black funeral before for one of your black friends and you use that to your advantage and that's messed up. So that's that's how i that's how I read that Facebook post on the flip side um i I thought that it could be i'm unta very very untastefully funny like that's what I thought about it when I first read it, and then I saw the picture of who that guy is, and I remembered that's the dude okay, so that's the guy that's, that was running city bar this dude got a track record. Like, this isn't just like some random Joe that has no track record that I don't know anything about. No, many a times I've had to have people vouch for me, white friends vouch for me at the doors of City Board because my jeans was, quote unquote, too baggy, or I couldn't wear all white shoes, or I couldn't wear a hat. Brings upon one instance I had a hat on. Guy says, Hey man, you can't get in with that hat on. wasn't him, can't get in with that hat on. And I said, That guy right there has a hat on. Like I'm pointing at the dude standing right next to the door. This dude right here. I was like, you got a hat on. Nah, I'm sorry. I can't let you in, but go ahead. Slip a 10 in my pocket. I'll let you in. So like the, the way that, the way that, you know, he was running his business was very, very, um, sad. Like it was very, it was very sad and it was very biased and very discriminatory. And, um, and, and if it was anybody else, Maybe I would have just laughed it off, you know, and been like, man, that's that's funny. He, You know, like he saw an airbrush shirt and he just he went ham on the black community because we stole because we stole his candy because we did something bad, too. Let's not forget about that. So I'm thinking maybe maybe it's kind of funny. But after after you, you know who the person is, just like the Donald Sterling stuff with the NBA, like after you know who the person is and their track record, it's enough. Let I'm me done with it. Let me start at City Bar and walk back up to the actual
1: event. Um, so I've been to City Bar, and if you guys don't aren't familiar with like the Lafayette area, when we were growing up, when we were like in college and stuff, we used to go to the Keg and Nighttown and stuff like that. And it was it was a little bit closer to campus, and that's where there was a, like the black folks would congregate and go to clubs. They had other clubs too. Um, what was the one right down the street, the big one that they used to have concerts at, off of um, off of Jefferson, Raj? At uh, I mean,
3: Nighttown. At Nighttown. No, no, no. At
1: the like it was by the tracks, and they had the concerts there.
3: I don't. I don't. I don't
1: mm. remember. Okay. So anyway, it migrated to to Jefferson Street, like downtown Lafayette, as being where people went out. And when I first started going out there, it was a bunch of different places. Like like you said, Nighttown. It was City Bar. It was like it was like four, Club four, four four ten. Yeah, it was different. It was different clubs. And I just remember as time progressed, City Bar became like the one where, like, I would like Raj when I was in town. I'm going hang out with Roger. Like that's where I was going to go to the City Bar. I would say that I've been inside of City Bar the exact same amount of times that I haven't been led into City Bar. Like, if I've been in there four times, I've been stopped at the door four times. And a lot of times it would be me and Tim and Wade and Nick going in there to meet Raj. And we'd be at the door and they'd be like, nah, uh uh-uh, you can't get in. Jean's too baggy. Something else, whatever. They would come up with a reason. So City Bar is notoriously a racist establishment who has to be led by... Los, I know you're thinking about like like Bell Station did this before, like uh, tucking you do this yeah. or whatever, like like yeah. times ten, like um yeah. that one day at um no. Raj when we were at Dogwood in Houston
3: and they did that times ten yeah. of so of- much. So I've seen them Los. Just if you don't know, I've seen them not let girls in because you oh no you got too much holes in your pants. And then on Man. the on on the other side you got you know call a spade a spade. You got a white girl in the club that's got. You know, her ass showing on a jean yeah. skirt, you know, like she's she no dancing problem. and doing her thing. Mm-hmm. And and you got a black girl going who, you know, got some holes in her pants and uh, we're not, we not letting you in because you got too much holes in your pants. Like that's yeah. that's the type of establishment that is where they don't even they find they find ways to not let black women in. Yeah, that's crazy. It's and I mean, that's what small
1: town had. I feel like that was that whole weekend. The last time I've been there was small town birthday when he had. I feel like that. But anyway, it was a long time ago, and I just say all of that. But let me back up. So y'all know he runs, and he is the main character in a racist spot. Google City Bar Racism Lafayette. You'll see some shit that rears his ugly head about how prevalent racism is in the areas that we grew up and how it's still a thing to this day. Um, But back up to the story. Actually, last year for Halloween, I had this big bucket, And I put a bunch of candy in it. And I was answering the door for everybody who came. And then I was like, now I got to take a shower because I got something to do. So I put the candy outside the door. I took a shower. Got out of the shower. Dried off, you know, 10, 15 minutes, whatever. Went back outside. The entire thing of candy was gone. Like, some kids, kid, kids, whatever, took all of the candy. It was a shit ton of candy. Guess what I didn't do? I didn't go on Facebook and say... You little cancers of the planet, you little niggas read, mm. read my, saw my candy out here and took it. Yeah. Starts off with simple shit like that. And then your, your auntie yeah. and your grandma singing Psalms um, 23 at your motherfucking you're, you're funeral.
2: You're you, Running up your store stealing guns. Yeah, oh, you're on, stealing man.
1: guns out of people's cars and holding up white people at the mm. convenience store. I didn't say none of that shit. So that just tell you what's in the hearts of men. Be looking for an excuse to be racist. Mm. Like, that's it's so wild. That's so wild, well. and but th- but the point I'm trying to say is the practice of leaving candy outside on Halloween. I don't give a shit where you at. They're gonna take unless their parents coming over there with them to the dough, They're taking, they're taking all the candy, candy
2: They <laughs> take it. Again. Yes, I I think it's just, it's the same thing as when they had all them peppermints out at, uh when you go to a restaurant. <laughs> it's the same thing, out them peppermints. How you pass by the door, you see that big jumbo bowl of peppermints. Lions say you're not grabbing a handful of them peppermints and stuff them in your pocket and put them in your car or oh, that 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 white grandma ain't get get everybody to grab two handfuls and put them in her purse for church, you know what I'm saying, oh just whatever, so you can't you can't I don't think you go from taking candles to robbing people and stealing they they their guns <laughs> out their car. I'm just breaking the car looking for guns now come on What? Well,
3: here's what here's what i'm glad that this I'm glad that this story is getting like you know some national attention. Um, especially for somebody like this because I feel like they got away with that for a long time. They got away with business practices like this for a long time. um, And you know, like I, I, like I applaud. I really do. I mean, I, I get it. I, I know they was put under fire, but I, I really applaud Walk-Ons for just firing him for like not, not yeah. slapping him on the wrist. Yeah. Like they was like, "Nah, we dude was the franchise owner, so like he purchased the franchise and they took it from him." And I, I applaud Walk-Ons. To, to be honest with you, if I saw, I haven't seen it yet, but if I were to see something on Facebook about, uh, man, boycott Walk-Ons. Nah, and I think I have seen something like that. We post boycott Walk-Ons. <laughs> I. Not boycotting walk-ons. I'm not
1: doing it. Cancel culture because you're not with the cancel culture thing. But also, you think that walk-ons handled the shit appropriately? Yeah. I think they did. Okay, so I, I get that. I get that. I get it. No, no, I get it. There, there's a part to cancel culture is if they actually do stuff to change, then and and they pinpoint the problem and get rid of them. I, I'm I'm with that though, Raj. You know what? Yeah. What I would like
3: even more is if they let a minority business owner take it over though. That that mm, particular the I, same, would, the I would I would I would love that too. Because, yeah. because on the flip side, you know, like you said, you went back to the keg. We've been going. To, we've been out in Lafayette. We was out in Lafayette for a long time, and they've been doing the same stuff. And it wasn't just him. Mm-hmm. He just got caught. Mm-hmm. I I hope that there is a change, and I don't know if there will be, but I pray that there there is a change in, in culture in and, and who they let in their clubs. Cause I've been in the I've been in the keg. The the craziest instance I've been in the keg, the keg started. You know how when a place started to get black, it get blacker and blacker and blacker every single week? Yeah. It's just how it works. Oh shit, word of mouth, you know what I guess that's what it is. The keg got very black at one point in time and they played nothing but rock and country for one whole night. Oh did he get him out of that? So go Man, we y'all y'all we don't want y'all to have a good time. Y'all don't like this music. And that's how we can get y'all out. And yeah. so what I'm all I'm saying is, is that's the problem is <laughs> this, not him. Hold up. Does the, the, the keg still, still the exist?
0: Problem.
1: We don't know. Do you know, Raj? Does it? What's that? Does the keg
3: still exist? No, I don't believe so.
1: That's an interesting thing to say, hey, we want y'all out of here and we're gonna play that. We're gonna play some different music. I just I so I, I got a question for you, Los. Um so the thing I hate about Dallas, and I used to tell this to people all the time. Is that Dallas has no in between. Like if you are black, you either going to like some Oak Cliff, that's my hood hood shit, or you mm-hmm. going to like some super uppity like like um, suit and tie pretentious people. I'm I'm a I'm a business professional um, event, yeah. right? Like there's no mm-hmm. us. There's no best friend weekend type crowd of just cool people yeah. who are professionals who not with the the nonsense, right? who could still wear yeah. tennis shoes and, like, have a good time.
2: Yeah.
1: I feel like Houston is a unique city in that it's it has that. We've always have that, had that. Yeah. A bunch of different yeah. places where we could go and just be like, ah, nah, we, I dress how I want. We pull up how we, mm-hmm. we come in how we come in, and we're going to have a good time, and yeah. it's not going to be too pretentious and it's not going to be too hood. It's not going to be, like, yeah. it's there's a lot of fire in between. Yeah. where we grew up in the Acadiana area, there is the exact same problem as Dallas. Like, there's there was never a spot where black people could go that was, like, not hood. Everything that yeah. black people, every spot was hood. Every spot. Like, mm-hmm. they had brass room for a minute that wasn't super hood, I think. Uh, and, like, there was another one called, I don't remember what that thing was called. Um,
3: well, and the, I feel like the other ones was, like, the fraternity, fraternity yeah. parties, you know? Yeah, I'm struggling with the word fraternity, but the, the fraternity parties was kind of classy, if you will.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like the perfect ten parties you're talking about, like them at the um, uh, right. like like Mark Roman had a had a club out there once that that was um, until tell, until tell somebody got shot in front of it because that's kind of how things happen. But the interesting part is, is like we look for that in between, so it ends up being mm-hmm. back home where we gravitate to places like City Bar. Because we like, uh, mm-hmm. we will hang out with some white folks in here. But it's going to be like a little bit more like black folks that's like they're going to, you know what I mean? It's kind of like it's like that's where Raj would be hanging yeah. and And they're playing Nelly
2: and shit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's not as, it's not as, it's not as much. And they're not busting your head for 20 to to get in. They're not pushing your yeah. head for 20 to park. Like it's, it's that kind Man. of thing. So I'm curious as to Shreveport, which one is it closer to? Is it more akin to like that? It's only some hood shit and then it's some white shit, or is it like do they have in between things like the Houston area?
2: Well, I uh you know, shooting I wanted to have a whole bunch of options, but coming up, like when I was twenty, twenty one, uh twenty two, we had Coco's, uh that's 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 hood, that's the hood spot. Everybody was going line long as hell. That's the hood spot. We had GG's right around the corner which was, you know, you could dress up or whatever. You know, you had to have your own boots. You couldn't have on own T-shirts and all that. So we had those two. But then around the corner, it had a place called Phoenix, where it was a mixed crowd. Uh, white, A lot of white people went there, but black people went there as well. You know, it just depend on what kind of, you know, like, they, I guess, I don't want to say Roger type people, but, the, you know, Roger black people types. had a lot of white friends. I mean, I ain't mean it no bad way, but like black people had a lot of white friends. They went there. So I fell in there a few times uh and like you said, it was free to get in, it was nothing, you know. So we had a sort of a mixture. Uh then we have we have uh little old people spots too where they end up mm. playing rap later on at night and stuff like that where you can go. And if you just wanna chill and you ain't with all the dumb shit. Don't oh, really Maxwell Daddy. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got, you know, uh yeah, you know, we got those we had those kind of spots too. So we had it wasn't it wasn't as diverse as Houston, nowhere near. So we you know, but it was. It wasn't as bad as Dallas. So if you if you you could go somewhere if you wanted to. So you can go to the hood if you want to put on you know put on some boots or some shoes and you know a little button up. You can go to GGS and then uh, you know they had rapping stuff in there. If you want to go you know and just chill, you know you can go around the corner to to uh, uh, the little spot we went to when we was out there. Can, oh, Josh, let me go to Josh. You know, you it's a bunch of little spots you can go to. You just want, you know you want to chill. They had other spots, you know, not downtown. And you can go to Fins if you want to be around white people, and Sandbar if you want to be a mixed crowd. Sandbar actually at three levels, so. So you yeah, see the difference it was, it is,
1: if there was those quote unquote places to be around white people, like they they would try to not actively try not to let us in. It's kind of oh that. no, see that no, That's they they didn't do that
2: in Shreveport. They you come on in whatever. I, 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 well, I, I, every time I've gone, I've never got turned down. So, I've I, mean, I will I can't. say... Go ahead.
3: I, now I will say, you know, you talk about garage type of people. Uh, <clears throat> I, I did get mixed in with not him per se, but just some other the people that was quote unquote managers. So, like, mm-hmm. them times where Aldo and Rich and, you know, Tim and Graham Star and all the boys couldn't get in initially. I usually was able to get him in so like it was just always a problem and it was like well let me call raj and then i got to go find somebody else you know like i got to go find like pretty much go find a white person that i know go find hand, go find cnh go find yeah. rv you know what i'm saying like it it we usually we usually got in but it was always like a, a hassle. hassle like it was always mm-hmm. like let me find somebody that could vouch for my friends to get in
2: yeah i want you. i want never- to be Derogatory when I said that, bro. I was just saying like you got my wife friends and I do. That's all I was. Saying.
3: I'm not. No, I didn't. I didn't take it that way. Oh, okay. I'm I'm just saying that's just usually that's the, that's the process, and it was almost like I would get phone calls from them, like a hey, be waiting for us at the door. Yeah, absolutely. Because we don't want to have to go through what we went yeah. through last time. Like that's that's crazy that you got that in your heart. You know, like shot yeah. But it's, I'm 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 saying this to Brandon Hargrave, and I hope he hears this. That's crazy that you had that in your heart to like make it difficult for people to enjoy your your place, which is a first-come, 1st first serve place. So, like, if I'm in line, don't make it difficult. I'm not looking for no trouble, and you can't judge me based off of what I got on to say that I'm going to make trouble. That's wild. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, remember, it's a thing, uh, man. I mean, like I said, it happened
1: at that... And you, you're making me um, remember how it happened when you and I were at Dogwood that one time, Raj. When I walked in there in Houston, and they were like, um, your pants are sagging. You remember that? And then... Like you had, you went talk to the dude and have a whole conversation, and he was like, uh, "I was like, dog, my pants aren't sagging. Like, what are you talking about? My pants are sagging." So, uh, these things happen, man. I mean, sometimes I you stay, sometimes you walk first,
2: away. One of the first times I went to
3: make I killed that I music for nothing. To
1: nice to
2: say.
3: You know they say if you can't say
1: anything nice, don't say
3: anything
0: at all. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Nice, nothing, at all. nothing nice to say, but I'll
2: don't, don't nice. Ain't nothing nice. You hear
1: me? Listen, man, we love Louisiana, and in Louisiana, we love baseball. I played my whole life, and I'm like, actually crazy good at softball to this day. Asked about me. Our homeboy CNH, one of the best college pitchers in the country, man. Our partner, Jay Mitch, been playing professionally for over 10 years. My kinfolk, Ricky, the scouting supervisor for the, for the Tampa Bay Rays. Like I said, baseball is something we fox with, like since ever. We rock with Ken Griffey, Barry Bonds, The Big Unit, Daryl Strawberry, old Kenny Lofton, Bobby Bonilla, Pedro Martinez, and, of course, them 90s Braves. Name some of them boys, Raj. Give me some of them 90s Braves.
3: Oh, boy. Jeff Blauser, <laughs> Mark Wallace, Tom Glavin, Greg Maddox, Dion Neon Sanders, Fred McGriff. Come on, man. Mark Limpke, Sid Preem,
1: Dave Justice,
3: man. That's my guy. Terry Pendletons. <laughs> you know you know what type of nostalgia them boys give me? Them boys give me WWF nostalgia. That's what they give No, they should give you Ravishing Rick Rude. They should give you w, WCW at
1: because it's like TNT, Turn. But anyway, exactly. And another thing you definitely know about me is I'm for the home team. Yeah? You know? Saints, LSU, Pelicans, Grambling, Southern, UL, Xavier, Tulane. ITT Tech, Centenary Delgado, (laughs) and the Astros. (laughs) Closest baseball team to me. Always been my favorite. And I live in Houston. I wanted to party. Have a World Series parade. Get some free mattresses and some free HEB and shit. So I was a little (laughs) pissed when they lost. But rationally pissed. Not like if the refs fuck up a call against the Saints. Not like if Bama beats LSU and Les Miles runs a thousand times into a 12-man backs. Not like if the Pellys lose in the playoffs and AD wants to leave, but like pissed within reason. Well, that's until I saw the video from the World Series celebration. Let's talk about the Washington Nationals. Or better yet, should I call them the Washington Nationalists. Ever since they won, they pulling up to hockey games, pulling beers into the crowd on people, and wilding with their shirts off. Hmm. I could swear when J.R. Smith had his shirt off, it was a big deal. And I would love to see what the people would say if the entire Warriors squad pulled up to an Oakland A's game and got shit-faced and poured that drink all over white people from the upper deck in them (laughs) boxes to the Reggie sections. But let's get back to the Washington (laughs) Nationalist. Them bitches pulled up to the White House with with most of the squad and was yucking it up with Trump. Fuck Kurt Suzuki. I don't even know, dude. But I know he's from Hawaii and got an Asian name and he wearing a goddamn MAGA hat and posing for pictures on the White House lawn. So guess what? I'm going to stop right there before I really get mad and get in my bag. I ain't got nothing nice to say about anybody who fucks with Trump. So I won't say nothing at all. 52 weeks till the election, son. Cutting Did up. you just drop your mic? I think Los dropped the mic for me. <laughs> I don't know what the hell. <laughs> it, was. <laughs> it, was a, it was a mic drop moment, but I, I didn't drop my mic. But uh, yeah, no, man. I, boys, I
2: just dumped a thing for you. I
3: thought you wanted to drop
2: something.
1: the boys, boys was cutting up in a rather cutting up. Type of a way. That's all I'm saying. I I thought
3: Kurt Suzuki. I didn't know Kurt Suzuki was from Hawaii. I thought he was from Japan. Me too. And I just thought he didn't. I thought that he thought his head said Washington National and (laughs) not (laughs) Nick (laughs) American. That's that's what I thought. No,
1: stop it. Because if it was saying Washington
3: Nationals, it's probably one symbol, like a little. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> the
3: but i'm saying i just it could what so just think if i bring a maga hat now granted it does have some uh some you know like it it's got some recognizability but like if i take a maga hat to somebody that don't know what that is in japan and say this is a washington nationals hat they, they don't know yeah you're right if they say oh this is for the taipei taipei tigers we wouldn't know that thing could say exactly yeah. but that China say, great again <laughs> Go home, yeah, black make, man. Make China, make China, uh, Hong Kong, make, home, again. make Hong Kong part of China.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Lame and on we, my mouth. That's what it's we gonna just, say. Lame on my mouth.
1: We're just rocking that thing, man. Make Hong Kong part of China. You're right. But Kurt Suzuki is from mm-hmm. Hawaii. No, he's from the land of Barack Obama. And he's out here pulling that shit. I ain't got time for it, man. 52 weeks, man. Get out and vote, man. Uh, before we get mm-hmm. out of here, man, I want to. <laughs> We gotta speak to it, man. Now, if you like, this is what a podcast is gonna get a little nasty for the last couple. Of <laughs> <minutes>. <laughs> so if you if you Bye was high here girl listening about and like if, if you was listening <laughs> if you was listening for things about city <laughs> ball and rap snacks and good good commentary, get some jokes up front. Great, man. Hmm. Uh, it was great having you. But um, T.I., man, during a recent episode of some <laughs> random podcast with some random people, he said that he goes with his daughter, Deja, who's 18-year-old, to the, um, her yearly OBGYM meetings to make sure a hymen is still intact. They won't call a He says, so, doc, uh, sh- the doctor said... <laughs> the doctor said um, well, that's not really a thing. You could you could bust your hymen like all kind of th- ways, like riding a bike, riding a horse, um, hopping on a pogo Ford, stick,
2: falling too hard,
1: um, leaning like sitting on like a um on like a little stool the wrong way on a countertop, scratching your you. Um, <laughs> if you dance too aggressively with somebody in a in a club, um, with wrestling, mm-hmm. basketball, they say you could get fouled. And uh, there's a whole bunch of different ways that that Hyman could get popped at it. And T.I. said, look, doc, she don't ride no horses. She don't ride no bike. She don't play no sports. Mm. Just check the Hyman, please, and give me back my results expeditiously. (laughs) (laughs) And I quote, and I quote is what he said on the podcast. I'm not making that shit up, dog.
2: Expeditiously. Hey Oh man So I guess I guess I'm a bad father um, <laughs> I guess The next time My baby comes through I'm gonna be like Hey bring me that phone And come in here Let me check that hymen <laughs> So yeah So So Look You can imagine Like your child Like you come home She come home late or something and You be like Hey give me them keys Let
1: me smell your phone, breath Let me, smell let me your check breath. that hymen Let me smell your breath
2: Let me check <laughs> you been drinking? Nah you ain't been drinking Hey, let me check that hymen real quick, man. Something that. going on. <laughs> can, I, can I? check that? Dude, wow. Oh my god! Can you imagine that though? Like the dad, your dad is being in the bathroom trying to check your daughter' Hyman?
1: I stuff. mean, he checking her throat too, and and her booty. Cut, I'm just being on, yeah. and I don't mean to be yeah. ignorant. Wow. But but I mean, was I'm her. saying like if if that's his concern, no. if, and if he doing that hey. to her like that, no, seriously, if he doing it to her like that. Ain't that the type of people who rise that you like grow up with and you like oh she she's she like she can't have sex because she like in a certain religion so she she do all kind of other stuff you know
3: what I mean Mm -hmm. like yeah I think I think I mean to be completely like honest and and mature about this situation (laughs) um, I I think that he alienating his daughter you know like Mm. he making it hard for his daughter to talk to him about certain certain stuff and if she if if shit happens, you know, like if whatever, like she end up falling for some dude that get it in, then she not going to tell her daddy, you know, like, and I really think he to be honest them. with you, like since he, since he's sheltering her and then doing these things and making all of these checks, I think the day after she get her hymen checked, she got a, she going, she going to get it in. And then she got a year for that thing to heal up <laughs> Like, because cause, cause that's what I'm thinking. To that's reseal. what I feel like I would do, you know? <laughs> So she, like, pop, I can't talk to she you about this. a
1: cherry so, every no, year, Raj. No. That's what you're saying right no. now. Once a year, I so can be like you, do it once
3: a year.
2: Like you got a blood test, like you, got a, you got a drug test. You'd be like, I, right, I got a drug test in May. I can smoke all the way to. February. I
3: mean, he gotta check. He better. Let me tell you what I would do. Oh, I would man. probably do that, and then I would, I would be, I, if I was Ti, I would go to her computer and say and and check her search results and look for how to fix your high hymen. <laughs> in <a year>. That's, <laughs> That's what up, I
0: would look for. How
3: to tape up and
1: <laughs>
3: how to
2: pass a hymen test? How to yeah, in one year? How, you, how to pass the hymen test? Oh my
1: god! <laughs> you know they be having like yeah. vaginal rejuvenation surgery. Maybe they got like one that
3: they put put that hymen back in. She got a little money. I mean, they got topical. I'm sure they got topical hymen cream. Like some <laughs> <go> Asian <laughs> bar, go get your nails done. They got all kind of shit back there to tighten.
2: Hymen, hymen tea, so, sol- hymen T. resolution.
3: Yeah, no, nah, put some steam or something. I don't know, something or some ice. Something work. They got somebody nah, got that got a essential oils or something. They got somebody that got some kind of remedy and I'll be in the bathroom all year trying to figure out how to <laughs> stitch it back together. Oh my God, <laughs> God. Oh my oh, God. Oh
2: man.
1: I would probably even
3: call a doctor, call the an OBGYN and be like, hey, don't tell my dad. Like, you know what I mean? That's a stretch. I'm Don't tell my dad. Like, Yeah. I right? feel like doctors have some sort of, some sort of like, Confidentiality, yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's, hey, especially like, 18. They should, like, don't tell my daddy. I mean, no, they should have that, know, that my conversation. Shit not,
1: my shit loose. I mean, they should have that conversation, and she should be able to have it with her dad. But it's all about timing. Now, cue up that music for busting up the house. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> that's why. <wild. laughs> That is no, no.
1: And Raj made me laugh earlier when we was talking about this because they got a place in Lafayette and it's it's called the Hyman Performing Arts Center. And we used to go there as kids. They used to have the Black Teen Summit there.
2: Um, was T.I. a come through? <laughs> T.I. would come
1: through.
0: Once a year?
3: And check to see if Once it was a year?
0: Open.
3: <laughs> Once a year. <laughs> T.I. would he, used to come and make, he actually... So I, done seen, I actually didn't see T.I. come in there. I saw him with a guy. The guy had on a white coat, and they used to just go and just make sure that everything was all right. <laughs> and leave. And then leave. Expeditiously. Exped- <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a new level oh, of invasion man. of privacy. So look, like, I remember one time me and my mom was having a conversation in like, I don't know, I might have been in 11th grade, and she asked me something about like smashing. And I was like, nah, I ain't never smashed nothing. And she was like, because uh, if I find out, you're going to be punished. That's <laughs> what Uh-oh. she said, yeah. like, verbatim. And I was like, damn, you going to punish me for get, for for having sex? And she was like, yeah. yes. She
2: and I was like, okay,
1: I'm not talking to my mama she no gonna... more about, like, I, I know the um uh, that conversation is one I'm never going to have. Hey, mom, guess what? Yeah. I, I'm sma- Like, I can't I, go back and, and say, yeah, I've been smashing stuff. Up. Yeah, like, I can't bring this up. could it? It's
2: like, hmm? what? She should have took you to the, the manor colleges and checked your diamond. <laughs> you didn't? <laughs> <laughs> the college. Right? We're going to check guy.
1: your vast deference and see if you didn't bust. Check your, I mean, check your
2: diamond but literally,
1: that means she couldn't even, like, I don't want to get too graphic. But that means she couldn't, like, play with herself then either, right? Because, I mean, couldn't she...
2: Not with long nails. ...affect her hymen in that way?
1: Are... I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's not as, uh it's, you know, tender. But I don't know what... I... Oh, my God. I don't know. <laughs> Raj, I don't it's want to... I didn't want that to sound away. I wanted it to sound like... I'm assuming it's not, like... It's something that's very easy to... I mean, I don't know. Cause I'm not going to... I mean, no, to be, okay, so let me give you, let let me go back to
3: me being, let me go back to me being T.I. daughter again. Mm -hmm. I would probably play with myself expeditiously you know what I'm saying like I probably played myself very hard so that if my hymen is not intact when I go to the doctor I could just say well that's what I was doing I'm a a young female I'm 19 years old and yeah like I'm not having sex so if I was having sex I'd probably make sure to have some residue on my hands so that if y'all if you were in the forensic files
0: they put the they put the blue light they put the blue light
2: yes Hey, see, you're gonna you're gonna right before your daddy to come in. Like, hold on, Doc. Let me get me let me get something on my fingers. See, Dad, I did it yesterday, and I just didn't wash my
3: hands. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't wash my hands. I mean, have to take me to the. I feel like he wouldn't take me, he'd take me to the police department after that. You know, right. the FBI, the investigations. <laughs> wow. Expeditiously. <laughs> Expeditiously. on time. Okay, so the,
2: I guess the real question is: He going too far?
1: Absolutely.
3: Yeah, absolutely <laughs> tripping.
1: Absolutely tripping. I had tripping. Come to
2: by the I was like, I they was gay was all upset about it. And I was uh, at work. I was just, I kept feeling like, oh, you're not wrong. With that. That's what you supposed to do. They was getting so mad and heated. That shit's funny to me.
3: <laughs> I mean, I get your I point. I mean, who is, so who is, who is her, like, I feel like her mama got to step in. I don't know. Is Tiny a mama?
2: No, she got another mama. They just got another mama. Oh, so that's a different.
1: Well, I don't know nothing about T.I. Lil' Family. I just know he got that one little boy who write raps. That's the only thing I know about T.I.
2: The money. The um, money. Uh, only kids for Tiny is King. King. That's what i okay. uh King and uh the other little boy and the little girl, Ares. King. What's that little boy name? I forgot him. How you start and with the, o- the
1: only one for him and then you name three?
2: No, so only, only the kids he got is three for Tiny. Tiny only got three for him. And then her old, the oldest one is her daughter with somebody else.
3: His, his, Hold Deja's up. mother is her name is Miss Nico, uh. an R and B singer whose real name is Violetta Morgan. He and she let that
1: man Violetta her daughter, could by taking <laughs> her to the taking her to the clinic to check her Hyman, cutting. tripping.
2: we we'll be going for that Hyman check.
1: um <laughs> Hyman check next Tuesday. Be there, looking at us, man. Look, man. Look, y'all are ignorant. I want y'all to at the end of the day, though. I want you to enjoy weekend.
2: Put that your phone week. down. Come here, let me check the hammers. Goddamn it!
1: Stop it. Enjoy <laughs> your weekend. Make it a best friend weekend.
2: And check your we hammers, have- man. Yeah,
0: man.
3: <laughs> hey, I had I had been I had been found my lyrics. Just FYI. So. <clears throat> Hey, I need a whole lot of head with a whole lot of spitting. A real boss bitch run these niggas like a business. He said if he keep fucking me, then he gonna catch some feelings. I said if you keep eating me, I need to meet your dentist. <laughs> I can't suck that dick if I don't know where it been no. You can't have my number if you ask through your friend no. Huh. You can't fuck me if you can't find where to put it in. He got nervous when he seen his pussy. Knew I was the knew I was that bitch. Yeah. Nigga, don't be testing me. You know what I'm about. Everything you heard is probably true. This pussy got clout. Ain't no shame in my game. Boy, you know I'm the shit. I get treated like a queen by every nigga I'm with. Cause this pussy got power. Going for some hours. Bitch, I got bars. I ain't looking for no towers. Any bitch you put against me. No, they get devoured. I was down. They was sweet. Now I'm popping and they sour. Yeah, and she want to see the three point stance by Juicy J. I figure I'll get that one to you because I ain't gonna read no more Juicy J. And I don't know who I don't know who the young lady is that that, I was about uh, to say because Juicy J J ain't a female, (laughs) but it was actually so. No, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. It was Megan Thee Stallion, who is probably my most read NFL um, celebrity. So shout out Megan Thee Stallion.
1: I looked on the uh, on like the statistics for the best podcast and our shit is actually climbing. Mm. Now cue up that music. Oh, really? Cue up that music for, for getting that hymn.
2: <laughs> cue <laughs> up that music for checking that high. <laughs> <laughs> cue up that music that play when you check that high. <laughs>